Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everybody, it's a game night. The Edmonton Oilers, the Los Angeles Kings at Rogers Place. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. And now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plans, saving your company money. All your devices managed at digitex.ca. The Edmonton Oilers, the Los Angeles Kings. We've got a loaded show coming up for you tonight and today. Uh, Reed Wilkins will slide by in the opening uh, half hour of the show. We'll have NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing with Brendan Escott, and we'll hear from Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock, along with Zach Cassian and Josh Curry. All of that and much, much more coming up. Maybe some thoughts from Connor McDavid as well. We can uh, get those loaded up. It is a Tuesday. That means Stafford Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta. The horses and the 7,000 men and women employed in the Alberta horse racing industry. Horse racing begins out at Century Mile, which does open April 1st, but the racing itself begins April the 28th. Specter sliding by from 1230 to 130. Edmonton Oil Kings in action. Game three tonight tied 1-1 in their series of the Madison Hat Tigers. Brad Lauer, their head coach, will join us at 135. You can reach us at any time on a River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Comedian Don Burnstick takes the stage. That'll be April 6th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving the folks out in Fort Saskatchewan at Heartland Ford a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer, and tweet Brendan Escott at Brendan Escott. Uh, Escott is E-S-C-O-T-T. Alrighty, uh, lots to get to. Oilers making a couple changes. Well, at least one change to their lines, and uh, we'll bang that off here right away, right from the get-go, just before we get into the Oilers now audio vault. Connor McDavid up front with Leon Dreisaitl and Zach Cassian. Dreisaitl now third in the NHL in goals with 43 after uh, a gentleman by the name of John Tavares uh, went out after it. And uh, Connor McDavid, second in the NHL 
in uh, points with 108. Zach Cassian's been pretty good. 12 goals in his last 30 games. He had two in just his first 42 games overall. Ryan Nugent Hopkins with Joseph Gambardello. That's the storyline. Uh, Gambardello, 27 goals on the farm this year. Two assists in nine games. He's going to play second line left wing tonight with Zach Cassian. Cassian with 21 goals on the season. Colby Cave will center Tobias Reeder. Reeder, 13, 14, 16, and 12 goals the last four years. Still without a goal this season for Edmonton. Sam Gagne, who's got four goals and eight points in 18 games this year with the Oilers on right wing. And then Kyle Brodziak with Milan Lucic and Josh Curry. Uh, we've talked about it a lot. The Oilers started the year with, on the right wing, their top three right wings were Ty Ratty, Connor Yamamoto and Yes Pulyarvi. Those three guys scored 15 goals in preseason. They got nine goals in the regular season. Yamamoto down on the farm. Pulyarvi shut down for the year with a hip issue. Ty Ratty's a healthy scratch for tonight's game. The Oilers' top three left wings to start the year: Ryan Nugent Hopkins, along with Tobias Reeder, Milan Lucic. Nugent Hopkins has got uh, a grand total of 25 goals this season. Reeder and Lucic combined have five. Hence, part of the reason why Gambardell is getting a look at second line left wing in tonight's game. Uh, on defense, it remains the same for the 18th consecutive game. The Oilers, by the way, since getting Andre Sekera healthy, are 9 5 and 3 over the last 17 games of their top six in play. Oscar Kleffbaum out of Farstad with uh, Adam Larson, Darnell Nurse with. Chris Russell and Andre Sekera with Matthew Benning. Miko Koskinen starts in goal. I uh, always like to correct myself if I'm wrong. And I talked about body of work, and I guess if you include uh, preseason, right now Koskinen has 46 decisions on the year. It doesn't include, I think he got into like three or four preseason games. So let's say he's had 50 games. I said, I don't think he's had this workload yet. That is actually incorrect. Last year, if you included the playoffs, he had 59 games. Uh, the year before, if you included the playoffs and uh, international play with St. Petersburg, uh, 42. The year before that, so in... 15-16, Koskinen had 76 appearances total, and the year before that he had 72. So he's actually had, my point was in league play, he he wouldn't have had the same level of uh, workload, but the the fact that it is over the balance of the seasons, uh, you know, for a couple of those years he was over 70 games played when you factor in playoffs. All right, so it'll be the Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings. Of note, uh, Evan Bouchard, by the way, should mention, was the OHL player of the week. He had two goals, seven points in two games. He and Samarukov. Samarukov was selected the number one defensive defenseman in the OHL and the number three offensive defenseman. Not a bad combination. He had 45 points in 59 games, went plus 36. Uh, Bouchard with the London Knights finished the year with 16 goals, 53 points, and 45 games went plus 28. Those two guys, you heard Keith Gretzky on yesterday's edition of Oilers now, likely uh, will start next season uh, potentially in Bakersfield. Healthy scratches tonight. Healthy. Ty Ratty, Brad Malone, Kevin Gravel, Alexander Petrovich. Jujar Kara remains out with a lower body issue. For the LA Kings, they won last night in Calgary. They're 30th in the league. Uh, They're 30th in goals for 2.37. 21st in goals against at 3.09. 29th uh, in penalty killing at 75.8. The others are 30th, by the way. 15.7 on the power play for Willie Desjardins' team. Uh, That is 27th in the league, and they're 30th in shots for... Kings will have Kopitar up front with Alex Ayafalo and Dustin Brown, who's had his second consecutive decent season after having four real tough years in a row. Adrian Kempe, a fleet-footed center, along with Carl Grenstrom, who was picked up from the Maple Leafs in the Jake Muzzin trade, and Tyler Toffoli on the right side. 
Toffoli going through a difficult campaign, 13 goals minus 14 this year. Jeff Carter, just 12 goals and 31 points in 69 games. He's been an Oilers killer over the years. He's minus 18 this year with Kyle Clifford, who's never broken double-digit goals. He's at nine this season. And Trevor Lewis. And then Johnny Brodzinski, who missed the first half of the year with a shoulder issue with Austin Wagner, the former Regina Pat, who's out of Calgary. Uh, they got 11 forwards. They've kept Ilya Kovalchuk at home. Last night they played 7-D, including Curtis McDermott, who played for the Erie Otters with Connor McDavid. He is one tough hombre that was in the lineup last night in Cowtown. Derek Forbert with Drew Doughty. Doughty minus 29 this year. He's playing 26-42, top five in time on ice. Alec Martinez with Matt Roy out of Michigan Tech. In the minors this year, and their minor league team isn't very good in Ontario. They're 22, 28, and 9. So just to put that in perspective, um, they're 22, 28, and 9 on the season. In the last 25, Bakersfield is 21, 2, and 2. Uh, anyhow, uh, Matt Roy playing in the minors, minus 21 in 45 games this year, but he is up. They'll play his 19th NHL game tonight. Sean Walker also up from Ontario of the American Hockey League. And he'll be paired with Dion Phaneuf. Phaneuf minus 20. Jonathan Quick, the expected starter. He's having a difficult campaign. 15, 21, and 6. 3.25 goals against average. 8.91 save percentage. But the Kings have played pretty well in seven of their eight last games. L.A., a team with some cap issues moving forward, much like Edmonton. The difference is L.A.'s bulk of their salaries are tied up in players over the age of 30. Kings will have 18 players under contract next year for $71 million. Dowdy's... Uh, First year of his $11 million deal starts next year. Kopitar is in year three of a $10 million deal. Quick is in year six, just under $6 million. I wonder if he becomes a trade option for L.A. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk, healthy scratch, $6.25 million time, three-year deal. He's in year number one. Uh, Brown has bounced back. Carter would be a player that a lot of teams would have interest in, thinking that he could bounce back. Dion Phaneuf still got a couple years left on his deal which Ottawa is paying 1.75 of the $7 million total. So there's a look at the two teams, the lineups, and all that kind of fun stuff, the Edmonton Oilers and the Los Angeles Kings. To our Oilers now, Audio Vault for direct workwear. For product knowledge, compliance, great pricing, and innovation, directworkwear.com, an Edmonton-based uh, company. And we'll start with the fact that Joseph Gambardello is going to get an opportunity tonight in the top six. Here's Ken Hitchcock. You come up from the American Hockey League, it's so much quicker up here. Being able to anticipate, to be able to think, to be able to react quicker takes time. And in the last 10 days, both him and Josh, their process of processing things on the ice has sped up a lot, and they're more effective because of it. So now you, now you get to see kind of where a guy's going to be at rather than is, is he just a band-aid or is he a call-up or can he actually play like you never know that stuff until they get up to speed thinking wise both guys both guys games have improved a lot their patience with the puck uh, their quickness of thought has improved a lot in the last 10 days so we want to see how he does that is Ken Hitchcock talking about Joseph Gambardella. Connor McDavid, Leon Drysettles. Guys play a lot of minutes. Uh, they've had tremendous years. Again, McDavid second in the NHL, 108 points. Drysettle third with 43 goals. He's still fourth in the league scoring, by the way, with 95 points. And Hitchcock says McDavid and Drysettle have reached another level. 
both him and Leon have moved their game into a whole other degree. They're now what people call 200-foot players. You see their stick positioning. I think some of it is because they're killing penalties now, and you have to. But they've become really good supporting players on the ice for their teammates. They don't play the game on the move. They play it, they play it the right way. And for me, both guys... Both guys have become go-to guys on how to play the game properly. And I, I think the point totals, you know, they, they, they get points because they're so darn skilled and they're smart offensive players. But I, I just like the way they're playing the game overall. And it's helping us every night because we got two guys that we can prop up and say, hey, if your best players can play the right way, then so can you. And it allows me, to, it's a lot easier for me to coach guys that do that. And it's become, you know, they're becoming really easy guys to coach. That's Oilers head coach Ken Hitchcock. Zach Cassian, who's uh, gone on a pretty good run here of like 12 goals last 30 games. He had this to say on playing beside McDavid and Dreisaitl. Yeah, they're, they're two good players that uh, you want to get them the puck. They're, they're so skilled. They Everyone knows they can make plays. So um, obviously you just want to be good on the forecheck for them, give them the puck, um, kind of do the dirty work to, to get out of the dirty areas. And once they get the puck on their stick, just go to the net. And you know there's a good chance he'll probably find you. So uh, it's been fun playing with them. Um, obviously uh, we have a, a big test in hand. They check really well tonight, so it'll be another good test. And uh, in conclusion, let's get to Ken Hitchcock's thoughts. He says the Kings have players that know how to win. they got championship pedigree. I mean, they've got a lot of players that are on the team that are still good players that know how to win. They've augmented the young, fast guys in, and now the younger, fast guys are contributing, but they still got championship pedigree. they got a lot of players that know what it takes, and their team is organized. Right now, they're... they're they're playing that heavy brand of hockey and they're playing long minutes in the game with the game tied or like they did yesterday they, that's their game they get a lead and and then lean on you for 50 minutes and it takes a lot to fight through that because that's big body hockey and now they've got some quickness in their lineup that augments that which makes them more effective all right, uh, that is Ken Hitchcock. It is 1220 in Edmonton. When we come back, Brendan Escott will have an NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, and we'll bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Let's go to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, and here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Seven games in the NHL tonight. Montreal hosting Florida. Ottawa entertains Buffalo. Vancouver welcomes Anaheim. And a big one in the wild card race between the Blackhawks and Coyotes down in Arizona. The Predators were the latest team to clinch a playoff spot, shutting out the Wild last night. The Islanders have lost Andrew Ladd for five months. He's got a torn ACL. He is expected to be ready for next year's training camp. Sabres GM Jason Botterill and former NHL executives Ron Francis and Ron Hextall will head the management team for Team Canada at the upcoming World Championship that takes place in Slovakia uh, May 10th to 26th. Bakersfield Condors play the Ontario Reign for a third straight game tomorrow night at home and the Oil Kings uh, continue their opening round playoff series on the road in Medicine Hat tonight for Game 3. That series tied 1-1 right now and we'll have more on that with Brad Lauer at 1.35. Bob. Jay Woodcroft will be on the show tomorrow. Let's bring aboard Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports. Reed, just before we get you, uh, I believe it was Rob Tichkowski, and I was uh, out of the scrum at the time, but uh, Rob Tichkowski asked uh, Connor 
McDavid today a question about the potential of setting a uh, new personal high with points. He's tied his career high at 108. He had these comments. What does it mean to you to be on the threshold of a career best? Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Reed, you were there for that. Um, Well, the response didn't surprise me. I mean, McDavid wants to, he's wishing they were trying to solidify a playoff position instead of having a, a very faint hope of, of even getting in. Uh, he's, I mean, McDavid's had an incredible season. I mean, he will get to that career high with still seven games to go. We'll see how he can get. And he was also asked in that scrum about Kucherov. And I think you have to recognize what an incredible season he's having. Yeah. Because there's a lot of guys having really good years, topping 100 points or close sure. to topping 100 points. And Kucherov is running away with the scoring title with 121 points. I mean, he's got a 13-point lead on McDavid. Mm-hmm. He has five games left, and McDavid uh, has, has seven left. Kane's over 100 as well. Leon was hopefully going to get there. Connor's missed four games, and Connor's got actually going into last night's game because uh, I think Kucherov had one point last night. I think McDavid still led the league in even-strength points. I mean, t- Tampa Bay's an infinitely better team. Kucherov's a tremendous player. It was a fantastic draft pick for that yep. organization. Uh, he's been right there with Connor the last three years. And, and, and a couple of years ago, he got hurt. He got derailed because McDavid had to chase him down. So great yeah. player. Absolutely right there with McDavid. Yeah, uh, Kucherov has 15 more power play points yeah. than McDavid, 47 to 32. No Victor Hedman on the Oilers. There is and, not. And for 21 games, they didn't have Oscar Clefbaum, and the team went 6-12-3. and All right, a couple of different topics to, to quickly hit on here, Reed. Um, Terry Jones, Mark Spector, both writing about Ken Hitchcock in the last uh, four days. Um, so, you know, I mean, from a pragmatic perspective, a lot's going to depend upon who ultimately ends up becoming the general manager. Hitch has a evergreen evergreen clause with the organization, I believe, for a couple of years, so he'll be doing something. Yep. But logic dictates. Well, well I, I mean, I don't think he's going to be the coach next year, and I, I, I've been saying that for quite a while. Yeah. And that is because there's a new GM, uh, I, I think, because of... Uh, you know, I mean, Hitch came in pretty hot the, the day he was hired. I mean, remember him saying, well, I know what's wrong and I know how to fix it. Well, the day he took over the Edmonton Oilers, they were one game under 500. Today, they are one game under 500. Now, I, I, I think most of the flaws with the team are with, with the roster, and I think Hitch has some good things, but I also don't think he's had a transformative effect on yeah. the roster. 9-10-1 and, and for McClellan, 24-24-7 yeah. for Hitch. Yeah, so and I still think, technically, I have no doubts about Hitch's prowess, his knowledge of the game. Uh, but I still think he is that coach who is is very hard to play for. Going back to a lot of the stories Rob Brown tells about in the WHL in the mid to late '80s, and you know I I think that that is is difficult for for a lot of players at times. And, and I don't know if that's going to be the voice that the new general manager wants going forward. Because I mean, ideally, you want a coach that's going to be. I mean, at least three seasons in the job would be nice and, and longer, and I don't know if a new GM is going to see Hitch as that guy. All right. That's uh, Reed Wilkins. Uh, let's do one more. Th- so tonight against L.A., I mean, um, the Oilers, this is the first of three straight home games against teams that are playing the night before. you got to make some hay in these situations, don't you? Well, they do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they haven't always been good enough to do that. Uh, I'm curious tonight about uh, Gambardella getting a look on that line and how long that lasts. I I think that I 
I got to compliment Gambardella. He, when he has played here, what, this is only his eighth game, sorry, tenth game in the NHL, he has worked hard when he's been up. He's got assists in a couple of straight games. He, he's an intelligent player. But is this a is this a statement about Gambardella's play or about the lack of performance for other players on the left side? I I think it's it's more of the latter, and, and I wonder too if if this might be Hitch trying to to maybe wake somebody up, and then when the, when he switches somebody back up there, then maybe they show a little bit of a burst. But I mean, obviously the left side has been a big problem for the team this year. Uh, again, two of the three left wingers that were slotted in for top nine spots. Uh, combined for five goals so far and, this season. And Lucic got four of those in a six-game burst. Yeah. Uh, what time are we starting uh, tonight? 5.30 face-off show, Bob. The game's at 7. See I look forward to doing the I'll show see with you. Yeah, I'll see you at 5.34. Mark Spector coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Cassandra Jodoin. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad.